Howdy, and welcome to Lost in the Lyrics, the podcast where we discuss song lyrics and completely overanalyze them. I'm Elliot. And I'm Claire. And today we are going to get lost in the lyrics of Woke Up New by the Mountain Goats. Be sure to stay tuned afterwards for Elliot to talk about flex and for updates on my knitting projects. Hello. Hi. How, um, how are you? Um, well, we just kind of talked about this, like, literally 30 seconds ago, but I'm a bit tired. I work today. I was at work today. (laughs) (laughs) And you can tell that I'm tired because I can't properly use the past tense. Yes. Yes. Um, so yeah. It's the holidays of, like, Thanksgiving here in the States, and also uh, now we can officially listen to Christmas music without, well... Holiday Christmas music stuff without feeling too shameful. I mean, it's not even December yet, so... Okay, yeah, but according to the radio stations, we could do that a week ago, (laughs) or more. Yeah, that's true. It just gets earlier every year. I am, like, uh, very tired from not doing stuff, you know? Like, how when... Because I guess you've been working, but I've been Mm -hmm. just, like, having excessive amounts of family time. Yeah, and being in my house, which I'm already in my house a lot. And now I'm just in my house with everyone else. <laughs> um, so yeah, anyway, I guess we should just talk about the initial reactions to the song. Yeah, that would probably be a good idea. Do you want to go first? Sure. So a while ago, I was I just decided to listen to the Mountain Goats because I wanted to. Um, the Mountain Goats are a pretty good group. I really like bands like The Decemberists, Neutral Milk Hotel, stuff that is more considered alternative but it's kind of like upbeat rock type stuff um and also uh i recently watched that video that john green had with the like the john green answers john green questions and in that he mentioned the mountain goats because of course he did and i was once again reminded of the mountain goats so i went back and listened to it and um i really liked this particular song i don't know it just stood out to me so i listened to it on repeat um because it was good and catchy Yes. <laughs> yeah, do you want to hear my reaction? Yes. Um, I don't really have so much of a reaction, but I sort of made... Well, I have a story about, like, listening to the Mountain Goats, I guess. Um, I think I first listened to them, like, over the summer because I was like, I should have something to listen to because I enjoy listening to my own music while I'm unpacking lots of boxes of books. That was my job over the summer. Um, if you were wondering why I was doing that. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I could listen to my own music and I was like, what should I listen to? Because I feel like if I listen to, like, the music that I have on my phone, I'm just going to listen to the same stuff over and over. And so I, too, heard about the Mountain Goats from John Green. <laughs> and <Yes. laughs> uh, I was like, well, I should give them a try. And so I did. And I enjoyed them. Um, I mean, my only... My only issue with them, really, is that sometimes their songs just all kind of sound the same. Yeah, I guess they have, like, like, a distinct style that kind of yeah, blends. Yeah, they, they have a very distinct style. And so I I can't really distinguish which song I'm listening to. So I'm sure I listen to this song, but I can't really say any particular reaction to this particular song. But overall, I find the Mountain Joys... <laughs> Uh, mountain joys? Mountain goats? Pretty enjoyable. I guess I just forgot, like, the syllable goat. I think, and, yeah. And, and, 
When I was fine. in Wisconsin, yeah. I actually listened to Mountain Goats a lot. Um, but uh, it's funny. It, I actually did not. I actually discovered the Mountain Goats before I realized John Green liked the Mountain Goats, even though. Hmm. Yeah, I know, right? Because John Green mentions the Mountain Goats like very regularly. Yeah. Um, but it's usually I, in passing. But... And, like I hadn't really, re- I hadn't read any John Green books at the time. I don't think, but I discovered that song they have you were cool that i really like that song but it's it's not um it's not like a published song they haven't recorded it put it out so Wait, was that this year no it was like a few years ago oh, okay. i like found a cover of that song somewhere and then i like looked into it and i was like that's a bummer that it's not like you can't buy the recording to listen to um because they only do it like live and things like that but it's a really good song um but yeah anyway i do like the mountain goats so let's get into the analysis because we should do that, and yeah. you're clearly tired. Would you like me to start, or would you um, like to? You might want to start, since I have already made some word typos. Okay. Mouth, mouth typos? <laughs> like, with my mouth, instead of with my fingers writing. I don't know. On the morning when I woke up without you for the first time, I felt free, and fe- I felt lonely, and I felt scared. And I began to talk to myself almost immediately, not being used to being the only person there. I quite like Mountain Goat lyrics, how mm-hmm. they often seem just kind of like almost prose-like. Yeah. Anyway. Um, I mean, do any of those lines actually rhyme? Time, scared, immediately, there? Well, there and scare have an internal thing. Yeah. I mean, they sort of rhyme, but not quite. Anyway, it's still efficient. Yeah. It stuck out to me, anyway, this song, but um, I said anyway so many times just then. Um, I feel like it's very vague. However, it's interesting that it says, I felt free and I felt lonely. The I, the narrator person, Mm -hmm. uh, and scared. Because usually those things aren't... Like, the feelings of fear and loneliness usually aren't freeing. Yeah. I'm not sure if that's what they're saying, is that it's freeing to feel those things, or if it's really just... I mean, the part that interested me on this wasn't that it was free, lonely, and scared. It was more that they, like, each of them was a whole independent clause. Like, I felt free, I felt lonely, I felt scared, rather than I felt free, lonely, and scared. Yeah. So it's sort of like the narrator wakes up, and at first they feel free. And then they feel lonely. And, like, they're separate. And then they feel scared. Separate consecutive emotions. Yeah. yeah. I I think it's interesting, it says, so, so, without you the first time, so there's already this I, and then the you, yeah. like the, the first person narrator, um, but it's almost like they felt free, like, they wanted to wake up alone with, <laughs> like, wake up without them, but then they felt afraid of the... Of how it wasn't familiar, maybe? Yeah. Or afraid for other reasons that we uh-huh. have not discovered yet. Yeah, I mean... Okay, so I feel like this last part is, like, t- about talking to myself. So obviously they, they're they aware that they are talking to themselves rather than talking to the other person, even though they do say not it, the reason is not used to being the only person there. I'm a little I'm a little suspicious about th- that really being the reason. Yeah. Um and also like talking to yourself can be like a way to cope with loneliness. But in this case the last emotion that they t- 
talk about feeling is feeling fear. scared. So like, yeah. are they scared of like something? Oh, now I'm feeling afraid. Like, I'm personally like thinking. some external internal force that won't harm them if they think that somebody this other person is also it's like putting me on edge to think about the narrator being afraid like what if they're talking to themselves because they want to create noise because they dislike silence strongly or Mm -hmm. they want to be very verbal and be making noise in a house because they fear intruders yeah like what could it be um maybe those things anyway um do you want me to read the next Sure, would you so, like to read it? Maybe. Yeah, I can try. Um, the first time I made coffee for just myself, I made too much of it. But I drank it all just because you hate it when I let things go to waste. And I wandered through the house like a little boy lost at the mall. And an astronaut could have seen the hunger in my eyes from space. Hmm. Okay, I just want to say that, like, maybe the hunger is because for breakfast this person only had coffee. <laughs> that, I and was, no food. I also think that's that's possible. <laughs> Um, the first time that they made coffee could also not, I mean, I don't know if it's the same morning or mm-hmm. what, but I, I, I'm curious why they drank it all, like, I drank it all just because you hate it when things go to waste. Is this you, do you think this you is a separate entity from themselves or it's like something in their head? Hmm. Like an imaginary friend. That's, yeah, that's kind of interesting to think of that. Cause like, I mean, not that imaginary friends aren't real for some people. Yeah. But I mean, the word imaginary is in the title. <laughs> I mean, yes, I just mean yeah. to say something just in your head. I know that personally, I guess, imaginary the idea of an imaginary friend can sometimes get you through a lot of things and like can mm-hmm. be a very meaningful entity. You, uh, also, imaginary friends kind of freak me out. <laughs> yeah. Like a child, like talking to, like, okay, so I, I listened to this podcast called Fade to Green, which is pretty good, but anyway... Um, and, like, the, w- w- one time they ha- they review movies, and one time they reviewed mm-hmm. this movie, they reviewed Inside Out, and they talk about the imaginary friend in Inside Out, and, like, they had this conversation, which I completely agree with, which is that, like, imaginary friends are actually really disturbing, if you think about it, like, mm-hmm. like a child just being, like, like, because one of the co-hosts of the pod, of that pod was saying how they used to have an imaginary friend called Mrs. Nobody, uh-huh. <laughs> and so they used to be like, it's Mrs. Nobody over there, mm-hmm. and that they're talking to. And I guess that's just, like, certain things with children talking to things that are invisible is, like, only a bit, but pretty kind of disturbing. I don't know. Yeah, I mean... I mean, this could be a child talking to an imaginary person. I know that, like, as a child, my imaginary friends were, like... I never believed that, like, imaginary friends were real. It was more like just a prop that I would use in games that I would play with my friends, like... Sort of like how one would have a doll, and like one would play dolls with their friends, you know. Well, perhaps it's an but, object. Yeah. But then perhaps the thing they woke up without was an object, like a I mean, stuffed animal or something. Yeah, it could be. But then, then how would the stuffed animal have sentient thoughts of hating <laughs> things when they go into waste? Because maybe this was like a companion that was also an imaginary friend. Like they've lost that innocence. Mm-hmm. In adulthood. Like, coffee is something I can... Like, coffee is something I consider to be more of an adult. Yeah. yeah. Older person, mm-hmm. people tend to drink it. It's an adult beverage. <laughs> which makes it sound like <laughs> alcohol, and that's not what I meant. Yeah, it's an adult beverage. But it's, an, it's a beverage that adults drink. Oh, gosh. Anyway, um... 
Um, why do you think that um, they mention an astronaut? Perhaps just that it's a metaphor used for like an astronaut is so considered seen it from my it in my eyes from outer space like a like it's so mm-hmm. obvious that could be seen from great distance or maybe the person they're talking to is an astronaut. Yeah. Like they want to drink it because they don't want it to go to waste because the first time they woke up was when their when their friend astronaut wait, person wait. was in space. What if what if the U is actually a person and is actually an astronaut? Their significant other, but is an astronaut, and so waking up with them for the first time is not about like them breaking up or something as one might have initially thought, but it's because they're in space. Yeah, no, I was thinking about that, but it doesn't necessarily. No, we have can to talk be... about Apollo thirteen again. <laughs> it doesn't necessarily have to be a significant other, though. It no, could no, just no. be like, what if it's like their, well, not their dog. I well, I mean, say. I'm just thinking it it would be yeah. likely that they're a significant other because they're. Um, it would make sense because they're, like, waking up. Or they're, like, roommates. Yeah. They could be roommates. And, like, I wandered through the house like a little boy lost at the mall. Mm -hmm. I wonder what that's about. I mean... So they obviously have a whole house. Yeah. Maybe, maybe... What? I mean, this must not be a millennial, because I don't know what millennial can afford a house. Um, maybe it's, um, like, a sibling relationship, and they, like, share a room. And this is the younger sibling. What if and the sibling older went sibling off went something? off to college to be an astronaut? <laughs> space school. The older sibling went off to space school. And forget the imaginary friend thing. This is definitely a real person. Yeah. They share a house. Or they mm-hmm. did. Yeah. Hmm. Should, should I sing the next part? Or, sorry, not sing. I, I, feel I like, will not sing the next part. I feel like should the I little boy it? could be like. The, the simile there uh, could be, be, like, the little boy thing could be because their sibling, like, you know, they grew up together. And yeah. so, like, yeah. Should I say the next part? Read it. Yeah. Oh, oh, sorry. So, I, so, okay. Are you going to be able to drive? Yeah, I'll be fine. But you're tired. Don't- I can always get my mom to drive us. I suppose. That also came out of nowhere. For those of you who don't know... We're at Claire's house, and I will need to get home at some point, but yeah. you seem very tired. <laughs> anyway. Um, and I sang, oh, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? What do I do without you? So the what do I do is four times. Yes. <laughs> That's just my first observation. I'm just counting. Um, like, obviously they really don't know what to do. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe, maybe they were, like, maybe their astronaut roommate slash sibling person really provided a lot of direction for them. Yeah. I mean, if they were an older sibling, that would make sense. Maybe. Yeah, but like, what, what? I don't have an older sibling. I am the older sibling. I mean, like, what, I mean, I also don't have an older sibling, but like, what kid has an older sibling move out, and then the first thought is like, man, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I mean, I guess there's some people that are close like that, but I would imagine that some people are kind of like, I have the house to myself. Yeah. Yes. I mean, that's definitely me, but like, maybe they're twins. Oh. I don't know. What if they're twins, and then one of them goes off to be an astronaut, and the other one's just working at the mall? (laughs) And they just, there's like... Well, it makes sense that they have a mall metaphor then as well, because um, 
Does they would see you? a lot of lost little boys at the mall. Maybe they're a mall cop. You work at the mall. Um, I mean, I wouldn't consider it the mall. It's it's more of an outdoor mall. Okay, so at the outdoor mall, yeah. do you see a lot of lost little boys? No. <laughs> I feel like you would see more in like a normal indoor mall because you would you would be able to like have a view <laughs> of like the outside hallway. Mm. Whereas like if somebody gets lost at an outdoor mall, they're less likely to, you know, wander, I feel like. Yeah, I suppose. I was just wondering because if seeing a lost little boy is like a very rare occurrence, then maybe that's like that feeling is like such a rare yeah. new feeling. I mean I feel like it would be rare but it would like make an impact if they did have to like deal with that i feel like you can really tell that we're tired in this episode (laughs) (laughs) maybe it's like the way we're speaking also yes okay i feel like we're both high energy and very low energy at the same time (laughs) and i'm i'm not really sure what to do with it if you have any comments about our energy levels i would enjoy it because i don't know what's going on (laughs) On, uh, yeah i'll read it on the morning when i woke up without you for the first time i was cold so i put on a sweater and i turned up the heat and the walls began to close in and i felt so sad and frightened I practically ran from the living room out into the street. Hmm. This one has a real rhyme. I just want to- a real rhyme. Yeah, like a complete not a phony street. fake rhyme. Yeah, no um, phonies here. Are you sure? That's a word that my favorite book character Holden Caulfield uses frequently. Also, actually, so I frequent. will correct that and say Holden Caulfield is not my favorite book character. Holden Caulfield is the main character in my favorite book. Yeah, he's yeah. he's not always the best person. Yeah, no. Um Yeah. Also like I don't quite know what it is about like angst-filled kind of tragic type characters, but books with them really are appealing to me. <laughs> At Sydney Carton. You should read Hamlet. That's an angst-filled tragic character right there. I should. I I haven't yet. I have a copy right there. I quite enjoy Othello. For Shakespeare plays, that's just that's I I don't know where that came from. I haven't from. read Othello. Oh, that's unfortunate. Othello was a good play. I'm, anyway. I'm sure that all of our listeners really like how half of this is just us talking <laughs> and not doing the lyrics at all about other things. Yeah, about nothing. Plays not- that we enjoy, people that we don't like, other podcasts, <laughs> John Green, the other other bands like The December is the Neutral Milk Hotel. Um, that was one sentence. Well, it was now two. <laughs> It's now two sentences. That's true, that's true. <laughs> um, anyway, so, I was cold. I mean, I feel like that's just kind of stating the facts. Like, yeah. I was cold. This is that same morning when Yeah, because it's the same morning that they woke up without you for the first, first time. time. And it's the same line. They felt, maybe they felt free, but then felt lonely and scared because of the cold. Mm-hmm. Like, Winter is coming. But, like, maybe it, elic- maybe it, like, started making them think about, like, their cold astronaut sibling I in mean, space. I mean, it is very cold in space. Yeah, like, maybe that's what it was. Like, they were is like, this- I was cold, and it made me think about my astronaut okay. sibling. I also have to wonder if this is, like, a metaphoric oh. coldness of, like, not having the warmth of their sister, or not their sisters, why did I think they were <laughs> sister? Their sibling's affection um around and like metaphorical turning into literal cold because like obviously 
you can't just like turn up the well, heat. It on could be your heart. Or what whatever. if it's like a the other perspective? What if it's their sibling in space? Mm. That's like changes. It changes perspective, and so then it's like, like the "What do I do? What do I do? What do I do? What do I do without you?" is like a summoning to get the next person's perfect Perspe- perfection perfect perspective. Yeah, and perspective. and and then or something. Maybe the first one. Well, no, because the first one is in the house. But like this one is like maybe that's like the sibling going like, "I woke up. I was cold," mm-hmm. and then. The walls closed in, and I felt so scared and f- so sad and frightened. Like, it's in a pretty tight, small space if yeah. they're in the space shuttle. Yeah, they could be in space shuttle. Or they could be in space school. But they can't run from the living room out into the street. Yeah, but they, they that could just be, like, there could be a living room in the space shuttle. Well, it does say practically. Yeah, well, and then they uh, did. I think it might be practically ran rather than... Like, they did run, but it was practically from the living room out onto the street. Like, they they, like, they didn't run, they just moved Yeah, quickly. like, they, they, they were fast walking or something. Rather than, like... Well, they... well, then maybe they're not in space yet. Maybe they're just at space school. Yeah. But I feel like the living room also, like, connotes a house, and, like, where are they getting this house from space school? <laughs> like, wouldn't they be in, like, a dorm room if they were at space school? I mean... What is space school like? I don't know. I feel like it's normal school. And they... I feel like usually astronauts are, like, trained in the Air Force or something. (laughs) I have no idea. Okay. I don't know. Well, then, let's just say it's the first narrator. It's the first narrator. And they're... We're deciding it's their sibling? I don't know. We don't know. It could be, like, their roommate or significant other. It's whoever they're living with. Okay. But definitely gone in space or space school. Could I make it... Is it? Would it be weird if I made it, like, really sad and, like, the reason that they're living with their sibling is because their parents died or something? <laughs> like, why? I don't know, because, like, they have a house. So you're saying that we're not... So you're saying that we're gonna have another episode about space and grief? Yeah. <laughs> no, we don't have to do that. That, that was just, like... I don't know. I was just trying to grapple with the fact that there are people who are going to space school, but they also have a house. Well, then maybe it's not their sibling. Maybe it's, like, their best friend they were rooming with, or, like, their significant other. Like, someone who was clearly important to them. Well, I mean, it's not <coughs> it's not a sibling thing. It's just that, like, they have a house. Yeah. And I, I mean, I guess, well, I guess they could be living in a place where it it doesn't cost a lot to have a house. Where? Well, I mean, like, my cousin, who's a sophomore in college, rents a house, like, a townhouse. I guess they could have be renting a house or something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay, should I read the next part just to... Yeah, but, like, I think they're... This person and the other person are the only people in the house. They're probably not siblings, then. Yeah. Maybe. Oh, I don't know. We'll read the next part, and we'll see if it tells us anything more. Okay. And the wind began to blow, and all the trees began to pant. And the world, on it, in its cold way, started coming alive. And I stood there like a businessman waiting for a train. And I got ready for the future to arrive. Mm. Yeah. I think that the, the like a businessman waiting for the train is supposed to be uh, in contrast to the, like, the lost little boy. Because yeah. it's the idea of like... um. 
like comparing a lost little boy is like Wait. kind of aimlessly walking lost and then there's a businessman who's like waiting for something can that I, they know of. Can I throw something out that's actually no that's too sad. Wait, what was it? Okay, so <laughs> what if the first part is about their like their sibling or roommate or whatever like going off to school or something or Do like, they die? Yeah, and then the no. second part is them dying. Cuz it's like two mornings. Because, like, the first one, they think they're a little boy, and the second one, they think that they're a businessman. Wait, so... But why would they feel like a businessman after their... Because they have to go along with business and, like, get the funeral ready and, like, (laughs) do preparations. I'm so sorry for making this about death. But, like, so you're saying, like, they went up to space, died in space. Well, they didn't necessarily die in space. I mean, they could have. They could have. Or Space Force. Sorry. I mean, this says more. This second verse says that they felt really sad, and that's before they never said that they really felt sad. Yeah, at the beginning. I mean, their felt- first, their first instinct was that they felt free, and yeah. So, like, obviously, that I feel like that wouldn't be them dying because that would be like messed <laughs> up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but, but then there's this part where it says, where it's like the wind began to blow, and all the trees begin to pant. It's like, maybe, like, they're having a panic attack or something. Also, or, like, they're feeling very... In the other one, they don't talk about feeling cold. And this one, they feel cold. And that's, like, winter, and, like, winter is symbolic of death. (laughs) (laughs) That's, like, ugh. Is that too much of a stretch? I don't know, but then there's this whole thing was, like, and the world in its cold way started coming alive. There's Mm -hmm. just, like, it's, uh, like... Maybe, like, because of their recent experience with death, they're, like, thinking about all the things that are alive. Yeah, it's like making like them pay attention life. to it. Yeah. yeah. They're having, like, a crisis. They're having an existential crisis on the street. And, yeah. And then, I guess you could read the, the last part. Oh, yeah. And the wind began to blow. Well, I already read that part. Wait. <laughs> and- oh, yeah, we did read that part. <laughs> <laughs> you you could read the the last and I saying oh what do I do what do I do what do I do what do I do without you okay well I mean are we gonna say that this is their so are we gonna go with it dying um it with it <laughs> are we gonna go with the person dying in space um Probably. Probably in space. I mean, where else? Yeah, I mean, they could have just... Died in space school. <laughs> yeah. They could have... I don't know. Maybe... Wait. I, I know this is gonna just, like, make it more sad and stuff, but, like, what if the the um, person left because they were, like, going to the hospital or something? And so it was like, I woke up without you because you were in the hospital. Yeah, but that's not really For- waking up without someone. Like, they wouldn't move out because of the hospital. Well, I mean, like, if it was long-term. Like, if they were being treated for cancer or something. Okay. Um, and, like, so they woke up without them for the first time. Or maybe, like, they had never really, like, been apart because, like, they'd always lived together. You know, they'd always been close. And then, like, at this point, they're, like... So are we thinking sibling? Well, yeah, in this case, they're more of a sibling. Um, so, like, they've never really been apart. What was the astronaut line about, Well, though? maybe the astronaut is, like, 
I'm, I was getting there, Paul. But, <laughs> but, like, maybe the astronaut is, like, what this sibling, like, dreamed of being when they grew up. And then <laughs> they were thinking about how, so oh, you're man. they didn't actually get to space school? They just... Yeah. <laughs> if, well, I mean, honestly, I feel like this theory is based in so much of nothing. But, yeah. What do you mean? Well, I don't know. I feel like all our theories are based in nothing. Whoa! You can't just <laughs> drop that on the pod. They can't know. <laughs> I mean... Uh, too much. Not enough Is anyone going to listen to this? <laughs> I feel this, like, first of all, no one's going to listen to this because what song it is. Mm. You know, because it's like not a very well-known song. This one is especially rambly. It's especially rambly from both parties, which is unusual. Mm-hmm. And also... It's a song that people don't really know. Like, I don't know anyone who knows the song. And also... John Green knows the song. John Green knows the song. John Green is not going to listen to this, though, because John Green has better things to this, do. Th- I, I wouldn't feel confident sharing this po- this episode of the podcast with John Green. I would not either. <laughs> this is a weak... This, this episode is weak. This episode can go die at space school. <laughs> I feel like usually our episodes when we pod in person are, like, stronger, because, like, we can, like, feed our energy off of each other more. <laughs> what but, energy? Like, this time, there is no energy, because I'm very tired, and then you're feeding off my tired energy instead. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess we're just gonna go with the whole... I, I kind of would this? rather go with the... I don't know. I think we might... I I think this is our shortest episode. Oh ever. wow! Well, I mean, it's pretty short. Um, yeah. I mean, I think we could say that this is about losing someone to space school mm-hmm. and then losing them for real. Yeah, for reals. I kind of want to look for um, ideas of. Wait, I feel like they do die in space <laughs> because okay. So imagine this. You're thinking, you're waking up in the morning, and your friend has just died in space, in the space shuttle. They, they, it was, it was an Apollo 13 type situation, (laughs) but instead of making it to, back safely to Earth, they, I don't know. Burned up in the atmosphere. Burned up in the atmosphere or something. And, so, well, actually, no, I feel like, yeah, let's just say they burned up in the atmosphere, because I don't want to think of them, like... Floating endlessly no, in space. No, no, no. <laughs> so, yes, they burned up in the atmosphere. And so you, uh, the narrator, are thinking about, like, how your friend was, like, the last thing that they that they experienced was this very small space shuttle. Oh, it says, and I turned up the heat, and the be- and then after, right after I turned up the heat, it says, and the walls began yeah. to close in. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And also, like, you turn up the heat because you're burning up in flames entering the atmosphere. Yeah, because so the person I was just thinking, thinking about the walls beginning to close in and thinking of the spaceship. I was just thinking yeah. that uh, yeah, I was. Th- what if it's like after they t- they were cold, so they turned up the heat, but then after they turned up the heat, they remember they were like, oh my gosh, my friend, whoever sibling. Yeah, I feel like friend. If like even if they are like technically related, they're close enough to also consider themselves. So friends. like my friend has just died in the space shuttle, and now I'm freaking out and stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And so then, yeah, and then you definitely happened. Then, space. then I feel like 
this practically ran from the living room out into the street is like the narrator thinking like, oh, I, the walls are closing and this is like a space shuttle. I need to like remind myself that I am not in a space shuttle. I am safe. I am on Earth. I can run out and be outside and I'm on the street and we're all good. Wow. Um. Yes. Yeah, death. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we should tell John Green about this because it's it's a comedy podcast about death. Perhaps. No, I don't think we should. Yeah, no, no, no. If he finds it, I'm so I'm so sorry. I highly doubt you've made it this far, but John Green, personal message. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm so sorry. Um, I saw the tiny novels, the tiny, the miniature John Green novels. That's um, fine. Oh, I, f- I saw the miniature John Green novels in Powell's. Yeah, and I was, right I, I thought it was, pr- I thought it was pretty, and then I, I picked them up, and then I saw the miniature Shakespeare. Ah, uh, and I thought that was also pretty. <laughs> I saw signed copies of Turtles All the Way Down, and I considered buying one with my employee discount. <laughs> but because <then, laughs> once again you work at a bookstore yeah well that's where i saw them i saw them at my bookstore because black friday deals and stuff and i considered buying one but then i didn't oh you worked on black friday yeah right well also like i was there today and the deals were still going on hmm. um and yeah that's well that's why i'm so tired because i worked on black friday <laughs> i went to work at 6 a.m yesterday <laughs> Uh, I guess we should talk about the other stuff people want to hear about. Yeah. That might be the strongest part of this podcast. <laughs> Do you want to talk about flags first? No. Okay. I'll talk about knitting. Um, I want to find an appropriate flag to talk about. I thought we tried to do that before. Okay. Anyway. Um, knitting. No progress has made on been made on my shirt dress and it's not a shirt dress, it's just the top part of a dress, so <laughs> sometimes dress. I sometimes I refer to it as a shirt. Um I did make progress on my hat that I am knitting for my aunt. Um Thanksgiving is a great time to pull out that knitting. Not while you're eating, of course, because that would be gross and very <laughs> difficult because you have to use both hands to knit and I mean at least one to eat. Um, but, like, socializing with family, that is a good time to pull out your knitting, in my opinion. Um, I think that's all I have to say. Um, yeah. Also, I just want to one. I just have to wonder if this, like, if this sweater that this person in the lyrics is putting on is one that they knit themselves, or that has sentimental value because maybe their friend knit it. Huh. But, well... It could just be a sweater. I, in attempts to find a relevant flag, just googled flag of outer space, and there is not a flag of space. (laughs) Um, unfortunately. So I guess I'll have to do the second best thing and talk about the flag of California, where the mountain goats are from. Uh. Um... Yes. Sorry, that was a bad segue. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my flag, or, I don't have flag stuff. 
Um, <laughs> my knitting stuff was trailing off, so. So, the current flag of California uh, is, it just looks like really uh, logo-y. Like, mm. nothing against it, but it looks very logo-y. It's got a bear, like a brown bear on a patch of grass, like, walking. And there's a little red star in the mm-hmm. upper, uh, in the sky of, like, the white background of the uh, in the upper left-hand corner. There's, like, a red stripe on the bottom, and it says California Republic. And I'm personally not a fan of flags with text on it, but that's okay. Um, the current flag was adopted on February 3rd of 1911, and it's... Yeah, so, I mean, I guess the bear is, so, like, the the original flag that symbolized that the state of California, which is, uh, which was replaced when the new one was adopted, but the original one was from 1846, and it had a bear on it also, so, I'm- yeah. The star is supposed to be the California is like the the lone star mm, which is that reminds me of Texas. <laughs> <laughs> Texas is the lone star state, okay? It's not like yeah. It's not cuz like the original one had like a bear next to a star. Honestly, the original I think flag looks the star kind is of probably more... like the fact that they're a state and like it's a five-pointed star, yeah. You you get a star on the US flag. Yeah, it's a five-pointed star, but it's like, the original one honestly looks more... I mean, it's not more aesthetically pleasing, but it doesn't have text on it, and I have a thing with text on flags. Um, the bear is supposed to be a symbol of strength and under unyielding resistance, according to the people that described the flag on the <laughs> internet. <laughs> and, yeah, I don't really have much to say about the flag. It's just relevant because the mountain goats, even though it has... A bear on it. They're both animals that live in the woods. Mountains. Of California. I don't know. I think mountain goats, there's kind of mountain goat that lives in California. I would be surprised if there wasn't. Anyway, that was really interesting, and now... And everybody's really still here for learning about why there's a bear on the flag of California. We still don't really know why there's a bear. We just know that there is one, and well, it what was it like, symbolizes. It symbolizes strength or whatever, right? Yeah, but we don't know why somebody put it on there in the first place. This is officially our shortest episode. Wow, that's pretty amazing. <laughs> okay, so... Today, this is my transition, today we got lost in the lyrics of Woke Up New and learned that it's about um, a somebody whose sibling goes to space school and dies. Yeah, sibling slash friend. Yes. Uh, thank you to- did the mountains go write it? Who else would have written this song? That's true. The mountain goats, <laughs> um, one of the band members probably, or multiple for writing it. And to the mountain goats for singing and performing it. Uh, this podcast was edited and produced by Claire and Elliot. The opening and closing music is by Elliot, and I am the usually the one who you interact with on social media. <laughs> if you have any questions or you would like to suggest a song for us to analyze in the future, please suggest songs. We really need suggestions. <laughs> um, then you can find us on Twitter and Instagram uh, at 
L-I-T-L-Pod, or email us at lostinthelyrics.pod at gmail.com. Yeah, thank you to all of our listeners, however many made it this far, for your support and enthusiasm. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the pod, and that you join us next time to get Lost Lost in in the the lyrics. Lyrics. Have a dandy day! Ooh, that was rough. Oh, golly. (laughs)